1: Welcome to the Brit Rest Roundtable. I'm Arnold Furious. Uh, Ollie Court is not here this week, but I've got Mark Anthony with me. Hey, dear Mark. Hey.
2: This is, our, this is our second cut here.
1: Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just tried to record something, and, and Mark recorded me as well as me. And recording said, me, and so said Yeah. It wouldn't have been that great. It would have been two lots of me. It would have been fantastic.
2: <laughs> but without me, though. If it would have been someone else, yes. Like, it would have been like, great. Like, someone else being muted, fine. But me. <laughs> no, I get that. That's fair <laughs> enough.
1: Um, so, uh, as we were just talking about, uh, you came over for uh, a Strong Star Weekend, uh, so we're going to talk about that and a couple of other things. But um, so, first of all, uh, if this been your first time over in the UK, uh, how did you find it?
2: Uh, it was wonderful. It was, I, it was like out of all the Russell Weekends I've had, and like in the past, I don't know, four years of me like being heavily into the scene. It was my favorite one, honestly. Like the the love that I got from everybody, and just I don't know. It was just so so open and great, and it was fun. Everything was fun. There was no drama, like you said before. I didn't get I didn't get to experience any uh, beef, so uh, no there was beefs. Yeah, there was zero drama. And I like to think it was because of my presence. Just saying, but it was oh, uh, it was it amazing time. Yeah. Uh, and you got uh, introduced to the
1: Weatherspoons app, of course, which ah, uh, uh,
2: spoons, my natural habitat, my home. I now can't wait
1: uh... to go back to spoons.
2: <laughs> That's
1: the big draw in the UK. Is the Weatherspoons? it's not the not the wrestling.
2: Oh my god! Like I've been like every time someone asks me like about like my trip and stuff, like spoons is like definitely like, the top three things that I talk about. <laughs> I'm like, there's this fucking place called Spoons and there's two for twelve pitchers on Long Island. It's amazing. And they're like, Well what, what did you see? And like alcohol. A lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. Uh,
1: some some chicken. Lots of and chicken. And a glass of water. <laughs>
2: uh, I had
1: water. I was responsible I'm a responsible drinker. That was a good system.
2: I did it without the water, but you know, I I did okay. My my system is pretty solid. Mort like he's Mart said that I'm the most responsible binge drinker that he's ever seen, so <laughs>
1: That's coming from Mort, that's good stuff. That, yeah, exactly. That's all they do in
2: Denmark, is just binge drink. Shout out to Mort, obviously, because I, I fucking love Mort too. I met so many people that I love so much, and like I, I'm not going to throw everyone's out, at out there, because if I miss someone, I'm going to hate myself, but God, it, it was great. It was awesome. I really enjoyed hanging out with Maxie and uh, David as well.
1: Yeah, it's my <laughs> <laughs> It was good. Uh, it's,
2: a, it's my yearly Maxie, as I call it, because I got to see Max once a year, so it was really good to uh, share him
1: with everyone. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get ribs on the Friday, though. That was, uh, he was really upset about the ribs. <laughs> this was in uh, Wolverhampton. We uh, went in search of food and went to a chicken and ribs place at, like, midnight, I guess. I think it was they midnight. Were, they, were, they were just closing down, and they hadn't got any ribs. In my review, it's, it's uh, the Friday is down as Max's ribless Friday. <laughs> yes,
2: I love the review. It was great.
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, the the friday the first um
2: first day you were there for the wrestling uh you got to go to fight club pro yes finally finally in wolves and everyone's just like oh how do you love sunny wolverhampton being all like sarcastic about it and shit and i, I fucking love wolverhampton <laughs> it's great it's great i feel like i felt very much at home in like the areas that i stood in the, over that weekend, where, whether it would be Wolverhampton or Shoreditch, or like, it was just great.
1: Although Wolves, you got to see um, Mika Satomura. God bless. I cried, I literally uh, cried. <laughs> I love always. the fact that we we all were queued up to have a little chat with her afterwards, and uh, it was just like the four of us all queued
2: up one she, after the other she's the it Like she was getting ready to put her stuff away, and because no one was seeing, it, and I'm like, oh no. I was like, if I get the, if I could talk to Mako, like I'll I'll take that chance, and I got it. And she's the nicest, like first, she's so sweet. Oh my god, yeah. oh she's so lovely. Yes, like and then seeing just seeing her wrestle was amazing. Like like I know um, her versus Chris wasn't the best match of the night, but it was my favorite just because of like I think you said it best on your review, the spectacle of seeing Mako. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I seem to keep missing the I- I'd had tickets to, like, th- I think
1: three different shows that she was on, and I just couldn't make it for various different reasons. I-, I was really ill the once, and then I had I had to go to work. I had to work over as well. Um, so I'd missed her three times. I'm like, I- I'm jinxed. I'm never going to get to see Miko Satomura. And uh, that was a major highlight of my weekend, was, was not only uh, seeing her wrestle, but getting the chance to talk to her as well after the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you say, it wasn't the best match on this show. I thought the best match was uh, Amari Keith and Lee. Keith Lee. Yeah. Oh, they've been so building bad. to that. Yeah, that that was their third match, um, and the, every one of them has been really good, and they've been kind of telling this story about how it's like Amari got a win, but like he didn't, he got destroyed in that match yeah. that he won. Um, so having him come back and and get like a, a kind of a definitive win over
2: Keith in the end there was was a really nice touch. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to see more Amari, like, everywhere. Like, I think it's about that time, because, like, man, he's so good.
1: Yeah, he's he's still a little rough around the edges, but he's only had a couple of years, and... Yeah, like, for, like, he's, the he's amount of time him. that he's been
2: wrestling, he's fucking fantastic.
1: He's just got something about him that, um, he just stands out. And, uh, I, I had an issue with his gear before, but, like, he's changed that up, and <laughs> he's just really good.
2: I remember, um... I think when he came over for, like, the Shakara, like, weekend, the Young Lions Cup, or whatever, and they were like, oh, yeah, he's at Beyond, and I'm like, why the fuck would you not book this man if he's at your show?
1: I guess he's just not well-known internationally.
2: Yeah, I I know, it's it's wild, like, but, damn, he's so good. He definitely should be more well-known.
1: Did anything else exciting happen in Wolverhampton, or was that, like, the, uh... He just kind of peaked with the uh, Amari and, um, and Miko.
2: Uh Pete Dunne beating people up with shoes was great. <laughs> He's got a shoe gimmick now. I, I'm not sure what I think of that, but it's pretty hilarious to me. Honestly, fans giving him their shoes and shit—it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I find it I completely hilarious. Completely
1: forgot the fan gave him uh, those shoe.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was funny. Like the, the show as a whole, like it was a really good show. I, I had. The time of my life that night, like, just fucking dancing to every theme and being really drunk and watching great wrestling with great people. Fight Club Pro was fantastic. I can't wait to come back soon. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the whole night was kind
1: of an experience. I'm glad you you enjoyed it. Oh, uh, it was.
2: Uh, the whole night was great. And then, like, going to the Gifford Arms after it was fantastic, too. Dancing the night away. Yeah, I I remember asking you the next day like, what time did we get back to the hotel? With the, like two-ish? and you were like, eh, five. <laughs> yes, because I, I I think uh, I think there's a tweet from David as proof that he's just like, oh, I, uh I woke up at five in the morning to Mark and Max not being able to open the hotel door, and <laughs> <laughs> was like, I that wasn't it. my fault.
1: I got like a photo that I'd taken, and it was. It was me and you, I think, like in the Gifford. Yeah. And the timestamp on it was like two-something. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was...
2: Oh, man, that was great. That, <laughs> that night was great. Just like so much dancing and singing and uh, the Gifford arms. God bless.
1: That was a good time. Yeah, it was it, that. was. it was funny
2: seeing all the wrestlers having a good time, too. It was hilarious.
1: Uh, and then we had to go down to uh, uh, London. Uh, For like Strong Style and and Eve And I had not had a lot of sleep
2: And we we all looked like shit (laughs) (laughs) See that's exactly why I skipped The first night of Strong Style Because I'm like you know what I'm going to need a little bit more rest than uh, What I need even though I didn't get it But at least I tried And then I'll just do Eve And that was the plan Um didn't miss an awful lot on the
1: first night. It was a good sort of introduction to Strong Style uh, on night one, the field, like the favorites. Um, I thought Pete Dunn and Doug Williams was really good. Uh, Sabre and Mambo was tremendous. I thought Chuck Mambo really like um, reached that, that brass ring. Uh, there are people saying, like, why is he even in the tournament? And he went out there and, and proved himself. Really, uh... I love Chuck
2: Mambo. He's so good.
1: Oh, he's such a lovely man. Yeah, I say this wonderful. all the time. He's
2: wholesome. He's wholesome.
1: I say this all the time. I keep going. Oh, he's one of the best people in wrestling. But like Chuck Mambo, genuinely is one of the
2: nicest people in wrestling. Yeah, what a wholesome man. I love him. And he, like, I I did see it and like on VOD because, like I said, I skipped the first night, but I saw on VOD and he did fantastic against Zach. And so it it just makes me more hyped to see more like Mambo doing these kind of things. And like, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, he can. Well, this is a big chance for him, and I I thought he took it. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely did fantastic job with the opportunity he was given.
1: And we kind of skipped out before the main event, which was uh, Chris Brooks and Cassie Sono, but I have watched that back, and I thought it was really good as well.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, would you expect anything less from those two? Like, honestly.
1: I don't, some people that were there said that it wasn't very good, and I was kind of skeptical. Well, one of them was Kia, so...
2: Oh, Keir! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... First of all, I fucking love Keir. <laughs> this is like the most negative man I ever met in my life. He, he is until
1: he loves something and then he's not. Yeah, no, it's great <laughs>
2: though. It's it's hilarious the way that he like jokes on things. I fucking love Keir.
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah, Brooks and Ono. I thought that was a
1: really good story they told there. The whole um, uh, Ono cut the promo afterwards saying, like, you know, he's known Brooks since he was 14 and, you know, he he felt like he kind of stepped up to him and, and proved that he could work on his level. And that was, that was a really nice little story they told.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, God, God bless. I'm I'm so glad that that match got to happen. And like, I'm just glad we got to see, I in super strong style. <laughs>
1: well, he'd done it before as, as Chris Hero. But, yeah. Um... I mean, just
2: like as a WWE person, they're like, Oh yeah, well, let's do super strong style. Why not? Like,
1: uh, I thought he had a very strong weekend, but we can kind of talk about that later because it's kind of later on that he came into the into the mix as it were for the, the best matches of the weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um so like I say we cut out before um Brooks and, and Ono went on because we wanted to get across town to your call, uh which is where you were. <laughs>
2: on the balcony <laughs> there, there was, waiting.
1: Yeah, like thing. For <laughs> Pro Wrestling Eve's uh, Wrestling Queendom. Uh, this was a really big show for them. And I think th- there are people out there who kind of were, were hoping it would fail just to see Eve fall on their face. And I, I know I've experienced this uh, in conversations with people. There are people who really wanted it to fail. Um, <laughs> and we don't get to- Why is
2: that? I
1: just don't know. Some people really just don't like the reads, I guess. But, um, huh. I mean, it's very rare that we talk about Eve. I think we talked a bit about She Won uh, last year. Uh, but this is like the one show they've done where they've completely exceeded expectations. Uh, they didn't completely sell out your call, but they had an awful lot of people in there and they put on a great show.
2: Oh, man. Fucking Eve was incredible. Like that show was amazing. Honestly, like I um I don't know much about the read, so I don't have any like thing where I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. Like I just I just got excited because uh, it's 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 a it's an all women show. It's the what was the the biggest all women show in UK history? a European history, I believe. In in European, which is fucking amazing. I'm 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 glad to be a part of that. Got to see Mako wrestle again. Got to see Aja fucking Kong wrestle. <laughs> like I was, I was all about it, and the night was just amazing. Like you know, they could, like they could have just had like, oh yeah, we, well we sold our tickets and it doesn't really matter. We can just put on whatever show. But like they put on like a show that was just hitting all night. Like it was great.
1: I think mean, they uh, they felt like they had to load it up because it was the first show that they'd done in a big venue. Um, so they had a War Games match. They had a ladder match. Uh, they had a balcony dive, which I'm not sure was entirely sanctioned. And they had uh Miko
2: Satamura, they had Aja Kong. It was a loaded up show
1: and Chris Wolf, of course, as well.
2: Oh man, yeah. Love love Chris Wolf. Yeah, it, it was just it was loaded and like and you would think like Alright, all these things are gonna be like the big but the main event of Sammy Jane and and Charlie Morgan was just phenomenal it really was outstanding i
1: remember saying that uh, we'd hit curfew and i've never known a show in york called go past curfew like that so i was fully expecting it to be um sammy arguing with the fans a load and then she just gets rolled up
2: and that's it <laughs> yeah i remember i remember you telling us that like oh like cuz i'm i'm used to the same thing like in new york like it's 11 p.m. and that's it like you, if you go past that you're getting shut down
1: yeah
2: like, well they wanted to shut
1: the show down. security did not want to uh keep the show running Fuck em. so the the, th- the threat was there that they were going to close it down because there was there was some major queuing problems as well, which uh yeah someone brought a knife, apparently like an idiot yeah for some reason, so we got there at like uh I' trying to think what time it was like eight o'clock. Maybe just before eight o'clock, and the queue was still around the corner. So we didn't get in until, oh, about eight thirty, I guess. And the show was due to start
2: at 8. Yeah, it uh, was. It was pretty wild. Like uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, don't bring weapons to <laughs> wrestling shows, guys. I don't I know, like, what who you who you think is like gonna get you at this wrestling show, but.
1: I think it was a pen knife. Oh god. And I think it I think it was unintentional. But um yeah, it just didn't make any sense <laughs> to me. Like surely you check your bag if you're going to a especially your call. And then they got really funny about it and, and started taking everybody's like water and stuff and it was just like you can't bring anything in. <laughs> nothing. So oh, okay. nothing at all. Nothing nothing comes in, just you. <laughs>
2: Oh man, what a what a show though! Like, oh yeah, fuck. it I, was so I was, it was so to... worth like, the money, and the chart and everything. It was great.
1: Mm. I was saying to um, uh, Big Chris after the the show, I said, "This if they can capitalize upon this and go on to to do something else like uh, another big show that they can build to because they've shown they can do it right." Then this might be the, the most important show in, in Europe this year. Yeah. It might be the most important show in the world this year because it's this is women's wrestling and they've taken it to another
2: level. Yeah, like I mean if they could continuously do this, like at, at least once a year, I, I think that's a very big step, and that would be that would make me very happy, honestly.
1: Yeah. And it the best thing about it was that the show was just such a fucking home run. Like it was so outstanding, up and down. Like there was nothing bad on this show. Uh, Kelly Ray and, and Mika Satamora is like a low end uh, so match good. of the year contender. So is Char- Charlie Morgan, Sammy Jane. Really good Fucking wrestling. Amazing.
2: Yeah, and like the 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 atmosphere was great. You know, it was a little hot, but whatever. Like that's that's wrestling. The atmosphere was fantastic. People were were great. Like that. I I didn't hear anything like any like stupid like chance or anything like that. But then again, Eve has their rules, which I'm I'm really glad they do. I think part of, the, part of me really enjoyed that it was a different crowd
1: yeah. to what you usually get at your call. I, I'm not a big fan of some of the audience that, that RevPro draw. And I don't call them the Bullet Club fans, but like if you're wearing a, a Bullet Club shirt, then <laughs> chances are... We're not well, there along. was that one
2: person <laughs> that didn't like us that moved or something like that because we were too rowdy. Uh, yeah. I saw the I, tweet. I guess. We, I don't think we lit, were that rowdy. I don't but... know. I remember, I remember headbanging very hard to Kaylee Racey because it was my first time hearing it live. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was, it was such a good show, though, and, um...
2: Yeah, I absolutely. To give it Big props. props to the Reeds and uh, and Eve and all that stuff. I hope they can. Uh, I hope they can do it again next year. I mean, to, it would be a fantastic like weekend every year to have like the Wrestle Kingdom, Super Strong Style, Fight Club. Like, why not?
0: Yeah, that's like a mini.
2: That's, that's like a mini Mania weekend. Like four days.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know. I loved it. I really enjoyed myself. Um, so that was Eve. Uh. After the show, I was thinking, this might be the show of the weekend. Oh, yeah, it was... Because it was that good. It
2: was amazing, honestly. It was. Pro- it probably was my favorite show of the weekend, honestly. It was like, coming out of there, I was like, oh, man, I fucking... It's one of those shows where you're like, man, I fucking love wrestling, and this is why. Like, Yeah. God bless.
1: <laughs> uh, so the, the next day, um, you got to go over to... Um, Uh, Alexandra Palace. I completely forgot where it was. was was But not without another trip to Spoons first. first. (laughs) Oh yeah, now we went over to Spoons because Eddie Sideburns was there. My
2: baby, Eddie. Love Eddie Sideburns. Kissed him a couple times. It was great.
1: And uh, we took the bus up the hill which means you you didn't actually walk up the hill Yeah, no. Thank God. I walked up it on day one. Um, and I was feeling pretty moldy after that, uh, like five AM finish at Club
2: uh, <laughs> Pro. And I have to tell you, it was an experience. Oh man, I don't think anything is worse than uh, Danny going up the hill, and then once he's up the hill, realizing that he forgot his tickets at home, <laughs> I had to go back down. That's for fucking it. hilarious. Good times. Well, That's yeah, night two of Strong Style. Where this is, yeah, my first night in Alexandria Palace. What
1: a nice venue. Yeah. Uh, I missed the show last year, the September show. Um, the, was it Reach uh, the Sun? Something like that? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was um, Chavis Banks and Pete Dunn was the main event. I didn't get to go to that show. Again, I had like work or health issues, I forget which, probably both. And I regret not having been to this building. Because I kind of disagree with my own take on it, because I was like, I don't like big, big buildings generally. I'd rather watch wrestling in a, a small pokey building. But this is just the way they got it laid out. I could basically stand wherever I wanted, and I always had. Yeah, a great it game. was.
2: It was just like so spacious, and like I don't know. It was it was really good. It's like probably one of my favorite venues that I've been to. Because like it was just so big, and like there was like wherever we were sitting, like in orange, I believe, like you could see ve- everything fine. And I feel like everyone behind us could see everything fine too. So like it wasn't. A... And they had the big,
1: the big yeah, screen as well. So you Couldn't see over the person. And the
2: food and shit in the other huge area. Oh god, yes. Great stuff. Uh, great. A whole different
1: hall for the merch, yeah. for the food, for the beer. Good. Good stuff. It was amazing. It's amazing
2: stuff. Like I was like, oh man, this is like some this is some shit. Like a lot of people should look into getting venues like this. <laughs> if they uh, could afford it.
1: I, I hear they got well they got a deal on it, uh I think I remember telling you about yeah. it in the pub. That um because they sold uh so much alcohol uh at the September show uh last year, that they got a discount rate on uh having Alexandra Palace and they got the three nights for the price of one so that's why they did strong style there um i think there were still tickets available like right up to the day so I, there are people who don't fancy it as a venue and i know it's not quite a central, as central electric ballroom's like so easy to get to it's like a 20 minute walk from Houston station it's so central but um
2: honestly it's worth the trek yeah i loved it i i really loved alley pally as a venue and then like the show was fucking awesome of course. Oh, God. It's just so much shit. Like, it's greatness. Greatness. So,
1: what was your uh, favorite match from Night 2? Because I was kind of torn between uh, Tyler and Cassie Zono and Saber and David Starr.
2: I, I, I'm i thinking Saber and Starr was my favorite. It was just so. Like, oh, man. Tyler and, Tyler and Ono was fantastic, but they were just. There was something about S- Saber and Star. I just like gave it the little edge for me, and that that sh- that match was just fucking incredible. David Starr is not good at Twitter, but he is great at the Russes.
1: <laughs> and Saber had just one hell of a oh, weekend. Oh god, yeah. I think he had. I think he had match of the night on night one. I'm kind of edging towards him having match of the night on night two, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he had match of the night night yeah, three as well.
2: Night three for sure. So what? What a fucking MVP. That's that's Saber. That's the god right there. Best technical wrestler in the world. Gotta love that man. I guess I'd say at the moment I think he's the best wrestler he's, in the world. I mean, it's it's hard for me to argue that, honestly. Who 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 can I throw out there that's better? I mean and, and, you know people can go, Oh, Okada, blah blah blah, but like uh, I love I love Okada too.
1: Okada Okada's doing it sort of every now and again. Like he's not defending his title every month. He's not even though he's he's having great matches fairly consistently, Zack Saber's coming out and having like tournaments worth of great matches every time. New Japan Cup, he had like four great matches. Uh, Strong Style, four great matches. It's so consistent.
2: Yeah, man. God damn. that match was that match was star. It was just so good. Like I just remember like I had to stand up for a good amount of it because wow, it was just amazing. <laughs> this two, just, just two fantastic technical wrestlers doing what they do and beating the shit out of each other, which, that's my thing. I love that. <laughs> there was an
1: awful lot of uh, meaty strikes in this. I like the clotheslines from, from Star. He was, uh, he's hitting those so hard. And Sabres slaps in this.
2: Yeah, slapping the oh, shit out of David yeah. Star. It was amazing. I loved it. But yeah, uh, Cassius and Tyler... Another just incredible wrestling match. It's like every time I watch Tyler Bate wrestle, I think it's not fucking fair that this man is only 21 years old. And and like he'll be 25, and like I can't even imagine how good he'll be at 25. Did, did I introduce you to his mom? She found me. I think I told her where you were. <laughs> okay, yeah, she but yeah, she found me in, in uh, at fight club because uh. We follow each other on Twitter and and stuff like that. And I think she so she's like, oh, it's Jill. I'm like, oh, Jill! Wow, well, she's she's fucking she's mad sweet. She was great. I was it was really nice meeting her. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Yeah, Jill B. Shout out. God bless. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, the the only bad thing about the the Tyler Cassiusono ono match is that it, uh, Tyler injured his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, during awesome. it. And I was convinced that it was going to be not like a like a, a worked injury, but that he would come back anyway and wrestle on the final night and then overcome the odds and win. That's how I had it.
2: Um, I, guess it was kind of, I guess it was bad enough that like, it was like, nah.
1: No, I, I haven't seen anything uh, from Tyler since, so I don't know whether... Like, how bad that that injury was. I don't know if you seen anything from his social media.
2: No, I haven't coach. seen him say anything. Uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, he, he, well, wrestled he did wrestle.
1: Since. Yeah, he wrestled on the. Yeah, the um, other day,
2: right? Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I don't know, he must be okay. And yeah, he wrestled he at Scrap and Mania as well. Of course he did. Yeah, so. Um, Yeah, I guess it wasn't that bad, but it was bad enough to to take him out of the tournament, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, We had a couple of people complaining about uh, Volta and Travis Banks having uh, a non-finish. And I actually had a chat with Jim Smallman like two hours after that show, maybe even three hours after the show. It was kind of early in the morning. And he said it wasn't a non-finish, the finish was Travis got counted out because he's a chicken and Volta gets to stay strong by not winning but he he bossed the match so he said that's that's the finish it's not a non finish so i don't know if um people have aggravated him uh, by by complaining about the finish on twitter i didn't see any of that because we we're in the pub
2: yeah 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 we were we were at spoons again so we didn't see any of that but um but i i love the finish I love the finish I love the t-shirt that came from the finish
1: oh the t-shirt <laughs> the t-shirt was so good kick out at
2: 1 walk out at 10
1: I remember with that chant uh, he he kicks out at 1
2: <laughs> that we did on the uh, uh, the Fog Club Pro show oh god that's the so much chants so much hilarious chants and so much ooh ah <laughs> for Travis Banks nothing but respect for my big Kiwi <laughs> Um. Okay, so
1: night three. I'm just looking through my notes here. Uh, so it started off with them trying to resolve the uh, the Tyler Bates situation, and they threw out a uh, a wasteman challenge, and then changed it into a. I guess it was a seven way for the the vacant spot, and Cassius Ono won and got back in. Uh, do you think that was the right choice? It certainly felt like it come the end I, of the I, night. I think
2: so. I absolutely think so. I thought I mean, it was the was the, the, the best choice. The only possible
1: downside is that as soon as Ono was back in, I'm like, I can't see him winning the tournament. So that kind yeah, of... Yeah,
2: that, that's the only downside... And the second downside for On Helico not winning was we didn't get to hear Bangarang again, but <laughs> Song of the Weekend a... by the way well, Eddie,
1: Eddie kept coming up to me and talking about Bangerang, and I didn't know what he was talking about because I'm just old and I
2: didn't know what the song was called Oh my god, yes, it's the great. It's like the greatest theme I love it, I hope they book On Helico for uh, the American shows so I can show the Americans how to do it right
1: If they're allowed to use his music
2: I don't yeah, I know. No. We'll see, but yeah, like I think Chris, I mean, uh Cassius was uh, the the best choice, honestly, to go and have like the best final against yep. Zack Saber Jr. I kind of felt that um, the Ono oh
1: Zach Gibson match just didn't really work as well as it would have done if that had been Tyler Bate in that match. I felt that was kind of. That would have been a more perfect situation. And then you'd have had Tyler and, and Zack Sabre in the in the final, which would have been less predictable. So I can see how it, it was originally uh, played out on paper, and unfortunately that didn't get to play out in the flesh. But the replacement was, uh, well, a really good Cassius Ono match in the final with, with Sabre. Did you prefer... The final or Saber and Keith Lee because they were very similar matches, but like I don't know, I'm kind of torn as to which one was my favorite.
2: I think I, I think I prefer the uh, final. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got. That's what I'm thinking. I I just think um the incredible chemistry that that Cassius and Zach have it just makes it so much like it just gives it the edge. Honestly, they're so they're so great together, and I was. I was ecstatic when, when uh, Cassius won that match. And I was like, oh my god. If this... I was like, if he makes it all the way and we get him, like, it's god bless. Like, I'm just really happy. Whenever I get to see Cassius wrestle, I'm just really happy. And to get to see him wrestle like a couple times in one weekend was fantastic. I'm sad I didn't get to see him for his little meet and greet. But I was at Spoon's. So... <laughs> he had a very long key for that. Yeah, I was like, oh no! Like, I was like, hopefully I'll see him after the show. I didn't get to, because he was on the other side apparently that I didn't know. Yeah, well, I came at the the arena part, and
1: there's this massive queue running across the uh, like the food court. I was like, what the hell's this for? And I don't queue for stuff like that anyway, so I just kind of strolled on past, and then like he turned up about ten minutes later, and I was like, oh okay, that was the Cassius queue.
2: Yeah, I'm just like, oh no, I missed him. But I got to see Zach, in which uh, I love Zach. I love him so much. I haven't gotten to see him in like a couple months. So it was really good seeing him. He was happy. He he was excited because I was like hiding behind the person that was in front of me. And I'm just like, oh hey, it's me. (laughs) It's like, holy shit, what are you like? The the main thing that I (laughs) got, yeah, from wrestlers that know me from the UK, it's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Trent Seven was the greatest one. It's, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like <laughs> wrestling. Oh god, it was uh, what a fucking amazing weekend of wrestling. There, there is something else
1: that happened on uh, night. Well, there's two things that I want to talk about from night three, and yeah. they're both promos. There's the uh, the promo uh, from Christian Jacoby where he came and announced uh that he didn't Ooh, think yeah. he didn't think Pete Dunn was the best independent wrestler in the world today and then just casually name-dropped Ilya Dragunov and walked off
2: ah oh. <laughs> Ca- like the scream that me and I think it was me and Gary sitting together and we were cuz at first like Christians talking and I'm like yo what what if he what if he brings up... When well, he brings up Ilya, like it's Ilya versus Dunn, it's like everyone's like, "Oh shit!" So then when he when he does, we're just like, "Yes!" When he Fuck did the yes!
1: un- bar thing, and yes, ah, like, oh.
2: that made me very happy. That, yo, that was a very like big moment of the weekend for me, where I'm just like, Pete Dunn versus Ilya Dragunov is gonna fucking happen, and now we know what's gonna happen at fucking Wembley.
1: That was a chapter sixty nine spoiler there. <laughs> nice. For anyone who hasn't seen the show yet, ah, uh, you probably know anyway. I mean, if you've seen uh, the, if you seen
2: it? If you're if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you've been on Twitter. So <laughs> you'd be surprised. We've had we've had complaints. <laughs> oh god! I mean, uh, if you want to complain, complain to me. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> send, send your complaints to me. I'll put my Twitter at the did, end of this.
1: Like as soon as they announced when it was happening, uh, I bought a ticket. To Wembley, I
2: saw that, and I'm so fucking jealous. I was like Straight that is away. the one thing I was like, this is the match that would get me to just be like, I'm buying a ticket to England, but I cannot because I have to do a Vegas trip. Uh, that's too bad because you could have done um,
1: Wembley and then uh, World Tag League because it's like uh, three days later. I think. God.
2: I know. That's so sad. I know, man. I need to get to Germany. I do need to get to Germany.
1: Uh so it was that and also um after the uh, Jimmy Havoc uh, Joey Janela death match which i thought was good but uh what a really was more of, sort of a of... hardcore match
2: yeah rather than they, a death they, match. This,
1: they did the cinder blocks and yeah that was some
2: i, I had this one rule like no no light tubes no death match <laughs> like <laughs> i
1: don't know that's just me so, yeah, they, they did that match. I that was, that was fine with that. Uh, I, I but afterwards, it. the promo that Jimmy Havoc cut was so nuanced and so, like, straight from the heart. It, it's one of the best promos I've ever heard. It was incredible. The um, I don't know if you caught at the start of it, but uh, Jim Smallman went to go and help him up. And he refused his help, and this is throwing back to this is going back uh, way, yep, yep. way back to uh, like the first turn on him, like when when Havoc turned heel the first time on Smallman because uh, he used to help him up after like the, the the vicious like hardcore matches that he had, and the return when he came back and Jim helped him up. And to have him just reject that And to just go off and cut this promo About how he resented being uh, Misused And and just Disregarded Just because he he didn't have a WWE contract
2: I think it was the best promo I've ever been in attendance It was just such a stunning promo I had chills Easily, I can't think of another promo That was just like, yo, this is it Yeah
1: I can't think of one
2: and just when I thought it had peaked,
1: and that it couldn't possibly get any better, um, out comes Will Osprey. And Havoc did something else that just blew my mind. When Osprey came out, he was carrying Jimmy Havoc's axe. And Havoc was sat on a chair, and he pulled the chair yeah, to one side bucket. and put his head on the chair, as if to say, you might as well just kill me cuz i'm not I've, i think i'm worthless now fuck it just kill me and the just the, the imagery throughout that whole sequence and
2: that's a beautiful the, the words thing was, it was just, it was oh, beautiful it
1: all just it was just perfectly gelled together and then and osprey killed it as well like he came out there and cut a fantastic promo and he put the axe down watched Havoc pick it up and then turned his back on him while he continued to talk and then he said like if you were uh, the Jimmy Havoc I know you'd have put that axe in my back it was just everything was so good it was so so good for me it could even be like it was was really good and it was
2: funny because like I didn't obviously we didn't know Will, Will was coming back and like when Havoc was like getting close to done the talk I was like running to go to the bathroom and like the security was not letting me pass by the the entrance, and I'm like, why, why? And then all, all I see is Will Ospreay. and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like you little fucker, stopping me from the bathroom. But That's yeah, funny. it was it, it was uh it was just a the segment was just so good. Like, <laughs> like I said, easily one of the best, if not, probably the best segment that I've ever been in, in attendance for. Like, I loved it. The callbacks. Everything the emotion to it was just fantastic, and like I and the match in Wembley will be great too. Like fuck, man! Like what Wembley is so stacked. I wish I can go. It's
1: it's gonna be a hell of a card because when they have something like that, they they know they need to load it up because there are still a lot of tickets to sell to that building, so they need yeah. To load that's it the up thing, like, and it's loaded yeah, like. The and tag they're not team even done
2: yet. Like, There's so much like it's going to be a, a ridiculous. Uh,
1: thing. The thing with Thunderbastard, I've never really liked the match. Like sometimes it works when it's really well booked, which it is sometimes. Like the one with Dave Mastiff um, and the Origin uh, split. That whole match was really well. Uh, the the storyline was really well done from start to finish. Whereas like the one in uh, New Orleans was just a mess. Oh, I haven't it seen it good one at yet, all. Honestly. I uh, just don't watch it. It's bad. Uh, so I'm not particularly thrilled about them doing like a tag team one. I like the idea of the tag team tournament that they're doing over the course of the summer. That's a good move. I just wish that the payoff was something more interesting.
2: I don't know. I think uh, I think the teams that are involved will make this a really good Thunder Bastards.
1: And of course they've got to do something With the title um, Titles there are, there are like three title matches They still haven't worked out yet And we're not going to say anything about that Because that's going to definitely be uh, Chapter 69 spoiler Um, so, <laughs> I was just about to blur it all out too <laughs> uh, No, 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 say a word <laughs> uh, Was there anything else you want to talk about From that weekend? Because a lot happened and I don't know if we've covered it all to be honest. Um,
2: I, I, we, we, I mean, again, like, like I said in the the earlier recording that we had to scrap, the weekend was a little hazy because there was a <laughs> lot of Long Island's being drunk. Not, not just like cups of pitchers, Lo- lots of pitchers of Long Island's being drunk. So I'm trying to remember like things. I just remember having we did a great have a time.
1: chat with them. Um... Uh, OJMO.
2: Oh, man. Big, you know, shout out to OJMO, because what, what a, first off, what a lovely fucking man. Um, he was great. We, we had a very long conversation with the OJMO, like, the last night, like, after the last night when we closed out Spoons. And, uh, I loved everything about it. I loved talking to him. I love, like, I, again, I even admitted to him, like, when we were talking, I have never seen a match of his, but I... After that, like when I got back home, I watched a couple. them like I'm, I'm very excited to see uh, OJMO like prosper in wrestling because I think he's definitely someone that should.
1: Yeah, he's very respectful as well. He's he's funny and he's. Um,
2: he needs to tweet gifted. more.
1: He needs to fucking tweet more. Yeah. His twitter's is not very active. Yeah, get his
2: fucking get his game up, man. Like you're healthy. You you are
1: hilarious. Tweet more. Okay. Yeah, so was that and a lot of drinking. Yeah, it was it was a lot of drinking with a lot of
2: people.
1: Definitely oh. the uh, the Friday
2: was the drinkingest day. Oh man, was Friday the day where I had like eleven pitchers all together, like before and after? Uh, no. <laughs> like, Friday, <laughs> Friday was Wolverhampton. Oh yeah, Friday um, was Wolverhampton. I had I had a few. I think I had like
1: three or four. You, you had quite a few pictures before going to the show, and then yeah. we drank until like four in the morning. So uh, yeah, that's... that was
2: great. Oh, so Saturday, was was Saturday 11 pitcher. I don't remember. See, there there was an 11-pitcher day in one of those days. It was great. It might have been Saturday. I don't
1: remember. And, uh, who, no, it couldn't have been. Saturday would have been... Oh, yeah, Saturday was uh, when I
2: call. left off the Super Kebab. Shout out to Super Kebab. <laughs> <laughs> and their fucking great chicken nuggets. I was just like, I think it was after Eve, and we were just like, where is the chicken? And Mort was gracious enough to point me out to, to where the chicken places are that went to Super Kebab and got chicken nuggets and a burger, and I just sat at the bus stop for a bus that I was not waiting for, just eating my food with Maxie and David. And uh we decided to call that one that was the early night. Saturday was the early night.
1: Yeah, I was still in the um uh the Dundee Arms until yeah. they kicked us out. And then I decided to walk home. Um I don't know if you remember how far that was. <laughs> it it was about five and a half miles.
2: That yeah, I don't know. Like if I if I would feel like doing that after you know drinking and watching wrestling.
1: Yeah, that was a nice little stroll along uh, uh, Regent's Canal part of the
2: way. It was, just, it was a nice nice stroll. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. we did we we did a lot of walking. We did a lot of walking that weekend. Mainly from um, Spoons to our place, but... Yeah, that really wasn't very far. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. It was like a 15-minute walk. Yeah, about that.
1: <laughs> and we only sometimes got um, spoken to by crazy people.
2: Yeah, the grenade guy.
1: Yeah, mine grenades.
2: Yeah, he's like, T-rexes. I love you, fat boy. And I'm like, sure. Everyone loves
1: me, honestly, so... Yeah, he was a strange, strange fella. Um, oh so there's there's a couple more shows that I need to talk about that you haven't seen so I'm going to tell you how good they are and then you can just like
2: oh sad, man
1: sad that you haven't seen them um,
0: here it comes again lunch will it be the same old same old or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican jerk turkey sub at Firehouse Subs freshly sliced smoked turkey breast craveably sweet mustard sauce and a hint of Caribbean seasoning just five fifty-five for a medium save time order the new jamaican jerk turkey sub on the firehouse subs app firehouse subs enjoy more subs save more lives participating locations limited time only plus tax prices may vary for delivery
1: rev pro epic encounter was the week after strong style yeah i wish i could have like, extra
2: week for all that Russell weekend too
1: yeah that's it was a very strong show like the rev pro have gotten very good at loading up their undercards with, with good matches stuff like Adam Brooks and Shane Strickland uh, Josh Bowden, Fred Yehi uh, Curtis Chapman David Starr like, this is all very good stuff for the undercards and then a match will come along and it will just be like blow away good and that was Aussie Open against uh, the Chosen Bros that was just so good
2: oh, I love the Aussies they're so good yeah.
1: Well, normally uh, they've kind of got into doing a lot of uh, tag team formulas. So you get Carl Fletcher gets beaten up for like ten minutes, then hot tag, and uh, and Dunkzilla goes crazy and just does all these big power spots, like the one arm power bomb, the close your eyes and count to fuck, and all all that business. But um, they didn't do that at all. There was little bits of it, but it was just madness. It was a crazy match. And Kyle Fletcher was like, everyone else is really good in this match. I'm gonna have to raise my game. Yeah. And he was outstanding. Like really, really outstanding. And when you're like the the best guy in a match with Matt Riddle in, then you've done pretty good.
2: Yeah, God bless. Obviously. I, I love Kyle. He's he's fantastic. Him and Martin. He's yeah, he, they're very wholesome boys. I, I would love to get like a wholesome uh, wholesome brand t-shirt with Aussie Open going one day. I, I have the car needs, just saying. But um, that's what just, you just reminded me of Mark Davis versus Clint Margera from Fight Club, which is fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome. I didn't see a lot of that match because I was coming back from the bar and I
1: saw Jill and I wanted to talk to her. So we went, we went out a little bit of a chat and she was basically hanging out at the back because she didn't like the violence. So oh. I, I kind of missed most of it, but um, it looked violent.
2: It was great, great violence. I love violence, so it was awesome.
1: Uh, sorry, back to uh, back to yes. Red Pro. Uh, El Fantasmo and Will Ospreay. Um, this was all about Fantasmo proving that he's good. Like he's been having like steadily decent matches over the last year since he came over from Canada. Uh, but this was like the match for him, and even though like Osprey has killer matches with everybody, uh, Phantasma really stepped up his game here, and and he was really good. That's awesome. And, I, I love
2: LP. I think he's fucking awesome.
1: But even after that, uh, so you've had like Chosen Bros and Aussie Open, which was fantastic. Phantasma and Osprey. And after that they had Suzuki gunning against CCK which was really good as well. Um, I'm not surprised. And closed the show with uh, Tomohiro Ishii against uh, Keith Lee. And they had a really 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 great match last year. Um, but this was different because it was for Ishii's uh, British Heavyweight Championship. And they, they killed it. Again. I'm not surprised. I've like, the last, the last five minutes of the match, awesome. So, I think Rev Pro's, like, really on a roll at the moment. Their WrestleMania show was, was I think, one of the best shows of the weekend. If it wasn't for NXT having the show that they did, I think it would have been the show of the weekend.
2: Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to see that either. Like, oh, like, it's really good. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, Rev Pro has always been, like, something for me. I'm just like, oh, I'm great. I, I very much look forward to... um. Attending one of their shows soon again, wink, wink. And <laughs> um, I just think they—they they have been like putting their, these fantastic cards out. They—they they don't like, especially when even when they do have like, the New Japan, they don't have like that thing that the shitty thing that R.O.H does, where it's like, oh, we're just gonna depend on the New Japan guys and blah blah blah. Like they do their own thing, and I'm really glad that they do because they have Andy, a lot Andy of people. Q is just such a a, a better
1: booker when it comes God to using Andy
2: Q. external talent. Yeah, God bless him. I love him. My first, oh, my first to... like inter- one of my first interviews was Andy Q. Like yeah. <laughs> fucking hilarious.
1: Uh and also, before we leave, I had to talk about the WXW show, which is the same weekend as Strong Style, which is Superstars of Wrestling. Normally this is your uh, nostalgia show where they wheel out somebody from the past and they have like a, a, a middling uh, match against one of the WXW guys. Uh, Vampiro was over last year, Buff Bagwell. Was it like um, Billy Gunn this year or no? Billy Gunn was over this year, but he was in the opening match. So they put him in the opening match with Emil Satochi, it was fine. And then they had Joey Mercury and Dirty Dragon in the second match. And then, like, everything from there on out was, like, at least good. So they had Alexander James and Mil uh, Alexander look- James,
2: man. The dude is fucking great. And, like, he's one of those dudes, he's very much on the, like, Jonathan Gresham, Timothy Thatcher kind of thing of, like, he did not get appreciated in America as much as he should and headed out to, like, Europe and got, like, that, that appreciation that he deserves. So, like, I definitely appreciate Alexander James. Like, he's
1: fucking great. I didn't realize he was that good until I saw him. Like, if you watch him on tape, it's like he's very methodical and and technically sound. Yeah. But if you watch him live, you just got to get to see all those little nuances, all the little... uh, He he uh, gets it. Yeah, like, if he's wrestling in front of 100 people, I'd say he's, like, in the top 10 in the world. (laughs) <laughs> he's just that good when you when you're right on top of the ring, you can see everything that he's doing, yeah. all the little details. But on tape, he just doesn't come across as well. But I, th- I think he's working on that. Like if you look at the way uh, his his move set has changed over the last six months, like he's been deliberately adding stuff in that's a little bit showier, just so that when he's on a big show, he can kind of drag the crowd in with the spots, and then kind of take them forward with the with the mat work.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I hope uh America Smartens up a bit. I know he's booked in like Nova Pro and stuff like that for uh, over the summer, but I really hope like America Smartens up and books him a lot more in a lot more places. His Alexander James is pretty fucking great. He is. i I'm surprised that
1: he didn't get over anywhere, but um like I say his style is very methodical. It's very technical.
2: Yeah, it's it's like a semi wae style, like when you when you think about it, it's like halfway between that
1: and what Saber does. Yeah, it's in that area. He's great. He's great. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, like this show, like Superstars of Wrestling, it's normally you get a lot of nostalgia kicks, and you'll maybe get one match that's like really good. Uh, I think it was Ilya and Bad Bones last year had a, had a, a really good match in the middle of the card. But this year, the card, they kind of stacked it up. (laughs) So you had um, Lucky Kid and Jay Lethal. Love Lucky Um, Kid. Oh, Lucky Kid's so good. He's having, like, the breakout year. He's just, he's gone from being, like, uh, the guy that does silly faces in a stable of guys who aren't good.
2: He faced Zach, too, right? He, uh,. Did he face Zack too at some point? Like, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, he wrestled uh, Saber in Frankfurt, I think. I actually missed that show because it happened like the week before Strong Style. So when it dropped, is when I was in London, so I didn't yeah. see it. But uh, apparently, it was a really good match. Good stuff. But he's so good.
2: He's he's great. Like, and his facial expressions are amazing. Like, he's just he's he's great. Like, I I think he's definitely someone. That a lot more people need to pay attention to.
1: It's just he seems like he's becoming the full package because if if you watch this match with, with Jay Lethal, like all the stuff that he's that Jay Lethal does really well, Lucky Kid's just mirroring it. He's doing a, either the exact same move and just as good, or he's doing the same style of move and doing it to the same standard. And if he's operating on that level now, like he's he can only get better as well. Yeah, so he's, he's definitely one to watch, definitely.
2: And he's kind of come out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I just remember like, um, just like they. I think I saw like some gifs of him, like you know, making his little faces and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is someone <laughs> I probably want to check out. And then like you kind of get caught up in like the career of it, like, and you just watch him as time goes and see him get better and better. It's like, damn, man, this guy can be a star. Well, I saw him wrestle Chris Brooks in
1: London, and I, I remember thinking b- before the match, I was like, this feels like a real throwaway match that they just happened to have brought him over for it, so here's a singles match. And um, he he killed it then. It should have been a, a sign there to me that like this, this guy's got something, but uh, I didn't really cotton on to him until... Like the start of this year, and at Carrot, he was outstanding.
2: Yeah, hu- his... over
1: huge at Carrot. God, God
2: bless, lucky kid.
1: So, what else was on this card? Uh, also, uh, Marius Alani and Killer Kelly against Absolute Andy and Melanie Gray. So, they had the two feuds and they kind of
2: threw them together. What a uh, team I... there, Marius. First off, Marius, what a fucking athlete! He's incredible, ridiculous. Like, and then Killer Kelly can murder me like whenever. i fucking love <laughs> kill i love killer kelly i tweeted i tweeted something about that this morning i was like the more like i think someone can murder me like it just makes me melt and killer kelly is like completely badass like someone like again she and like for me i'm not gonna say like on the scene but for me she kind of just came out of nowhere and i just fell in love automatically because well, she kind of awesome
1: because she right? moved to germany from portugal um i mean she's been wrestling in portugal for years like uh she's like a six seven year pro Hmm. but uh in portugal where there's no there's there's hardly any scene there uh so she moved to
2: germany took a chance and now look at her yeah look at (laughs) her man she's she's amazing and like and some of the opportunities that she's getting now too, like facing like people like lufisto and shit like Well she's totally earned it She's really earned it She's she's got
1: a great attitude And I don't know if you've seen her when she's not Like in full fight mode When she's kind of just relaxed And away from the ring She's like so uh, happy-go-lucky And she's just a really lovely person To be around
2: Yeah she has a wonderful smile I'm just like wow she looks so wholesome But she can fucking kill me It's, It's great
1: uh yeah, obviously absolute Andy this year has been so good. Dad
2: <laughs> He's just been so good. I love, I love I've loved him for a long time too. So I'm really happy that everyone is kind of like on that wagon now. I always thought he was really good, but there was there was kind of a question mark as to like how good. Yeah, the heel and, turn definitely uh, emphasized exactly how good.
1: Yeah, because his primos have been outstanding this year and his in-ring has been probably the best it's ever been. He's, he's still fat, but um, but he's great. Hey, man, us fat guys, we can do it. We can do it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that was a fun match as well. And you had uh, Bobby Guns and uh, Christopher Daniels. Guns! So he, <laughs> Bobby Guns. Love that, man. So, yeah, even uh, with the nostalgia picks that they were bringing over it was guys that could go like Jay Lethal and Christopher Daniels as opposed to Buff Bagwell so it was like they they were aiming higher this yeah, year with who they brought over up. <laughs> uh, you had Monster Consulting against Rise on this show um, that was kind of a weird one because you, you couldn't really cut the, the legs off Monster Consulting because they just won the titles yeah. uh, but you also can't Really, have Rise look bad because this is the new look, Rise, and it's the first chance for like Pete Bouncer to prove himself. So, they ended up doing a non finish and having JFK turn heel and come in and and steal the belt. So, that kind of made sense. I think I kind of felt that they they booked themselves into a corner a little bit there, but they got they got out of it okay,
2: yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yeah, it, ma- it makes sense so.
1: Uh, And then also on this show, and this is the main reason why I want to talk about it, was Ilya Dragunov against Volta. And I'm sure everyone that's listening to this has seen the final of 16 carat from 2017, where Volta just chopped the absolute bejesus out of Ilya Dragunov. Uh, Pieces of the man's chest were falling off. And I'm not exaggerating. There were bits of his chest were actually flying off his body. You should have brought um, me there
2: instead of confetti.
1: To-
2: <laughs> I still have some confetti in
1: my wallet. Oh, good. <laughs> it feels like you're there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, this match is not like that match at all. Completely different. And the way that it worked was that Ilya Dragunov, he's now the champion uh he's selling himself as being a smarter professional wrestler. So instead of just going head to head with Volta with taking a million chops and eventually toughening up and battling through and winning, went after Volta's hand and had his hand and his arm and just completely eliminated the chops. So Volta only chopped uh Ilya once in this match. Mm-hmm. And that was a real big spot as well, because it was Volta's like being backed into a corner, really struggling with his arm, hits him with one chop just to get out of it, and then couldn't follow up because his arms hurt. I love it. So they, and Volta having to change his offense around makes you forget that Volta isn't just a guy that does chops. Yes, like, yes. He has this ridiculous power offense that you just you hardly ever see anymore just because people have come to expect the,
2: the chops.
1: And uh, oh. instead of that, it's... He was he was kicking uh Ilya as well. He was kicking him an awful lot in this match. And his kicks are devastating because he's huge. But like the combination of of Ilya learning from his past experiences, so like when he had um uh Volta had him in the in the Gajira clutch. And Ilya just grabs uh, Volta's hand and bends his fingers back <laughs> and he, and he's out of it. As the, the story the storytelling was great then they started stealing each other's moves
2: ah uh, it just it's so good I love them they're they're just they're just like such great opponents like, like you know like I, I, one thing like you know like Walter and Star they've had some incredible matches and stuff like that but I think that Ilya and Walter is definitely the better opponents like when it comes to like that like I definitely prefer to watch Ilya and Walter than Walter and Star, but both yeah, are fantastic, sure. obviously. But Ilya's just, I'd rather watch Ilya than yeah, just than most anyone. wrestlers. Just,
1: yeah, he's just so good.
2: I love him. I'm I'm very jealous of everyone who took a picture of him yesterday. Like.
1: <laughs> um, and also uh, the main event of this show with Tony Storm against uh, the former Emma uh, Emil Dashwood. How That's was that? Em- Tennille Dashwood. <laughs> Yeah, Not Emil Dashwood. Um yeah, that was fine. That was pretty good. Uh everything Tony Storm does is at least good. And um, I think Tennille is adjusting to life on the Indies. But uh yeah, the match was fine. Uh I like that they put it on last. They just kind of went, This is the main event. Yeah. Didn't didn't make a big deal of it, didn't didn't go, oh this is women's wrestling, we're championing women's wrestling. They just put it on last. Making history. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't bother billing it as the main event beforehand. They just put it on last and it's like, there you go, there's your main event, women's wrestling.
2: Yeah.
1: So yeah, I dig that. Uh but yeah, the the big take home from this show is is Volta and Ilya. Like you have to see that match. I think you have to see any
2: time they wrestle, honestly.
1: Yeah, I but everyone that they've done before, so that the I'm not going to go back before, but like Carrot uh, last year was my match of the year for, for Europe anyway, um, and then this year they, they had the triple threat with Bad Bones at this year's Carrot, and then they had a match at uh, True Colors in singles, and this was completely different to any of those, and those matches were were heavily reliant on. Two guys just beating each other until one couldn't take it anymore and, and was beaten. Whereas this match was very much about the psychology of uh Ilya learning from his past uh experiences and Volta having to modify his offense because of that. Yeah. And it's a smart match.
2: You, got, you smart gotta love a good story. That is telling a story and in, in the most in the best way.
1: Yeah, so I'm interested to see what happens the next time they wrestle, and hopefully it's a little bit further along because I think they've they've kind of played it through now. They've they've had Ilya win, uh, he's seen Volta off, and now he's ready for another challenge.
2: Let yeah, and, and I think it's time that Ilya starts getting booked more in the UK. I think it's happening now. Uh, the
1: problem that he had uh, last year. Um was that he was working on uh, Sundays. Uh, like his normal routine was to, to work on a, a weekend. Mm. And because of that, he, he was missing out on a lot of opportunities. I know Progress were, were very interested in him the uh, second half of last year, but couldn't get him for the dates they wanted. So in a way, it's kind of played off, uh, paid off for them. Yeah, because cause this is a big money
2: match now.
1: Yeah, he's he's gotten hotter, and now he's coming in that much higher up the card. So, while it would have been fun to see him last year, now we're getting to see him when it's, almost the time is right. It's kind of weird.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and hopefully you know, by the time I come back he's booked more in the UK and I can actually get to see him live, because that's big on my bucket list. Well, you should should get a carrot. Oh, I know, I know. I gotta get my shit together in 2019 though, so. We'll see. Okay, uh, that's all I need to talk
1: about. Uh, I was going to watch OTT's uh, Scrapper Mania show, but I have, I'm afraid I've failed you all. I haven't seen it yet, so I I can't report back on it. Uh, but apparently, it was good, and uh, they they did a they did a good gate, and the show was good. So fair play to OTT. I will try and watch more of your shows this year. I've been kind of uh, that was uh, the, uh, Jeff Cobb
2: versus Ishii right?
1: Yeah, and uh, the, uh, Devlin and Devlin and 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 Saber. <laughs> I just nearly forgot. What Devlin I mean. is someone that
2: like I I definitely gained like a lot more uh, respect for over the weekend after seeing him live. I think Devlin had a good weekend. He did. He definitely did. And it was probably
1: because of that uh, overhead kick that he managed the beach on ball. the yeah, it was yeah, sick. yeah. He killed that. So yeah, big weekend for him, Uh, Chuck Mambo, obviously Saber, Saber was great, Uh, and Pro Wrestling Eve, what a weekend for them.
2: Yeah, shout out to Eve, Uh, my favorite show of the weekend, honestly. I lost my voice a lot over that weekend, I think the majority of the people that met me did not hear my normal voice, Mm. so this might be your first time hearing me actually talking regularly. That's a lovely voice. I'm a lovely person yes uh do you have anything to plug before we get out of here uh net slash wholesome brand um i have my tea out with (laughs) sorry for laughing (laughs) no i usually get that reaction the name so yeah net slash wholesome brand i have my my current charity tea out with the carnies it's collaboration with them um the all the money that we get from it we will be donating to best friends animal sanctuary so yeah that's all i really need to plug
1: that's cool uh you can catch my reviews all of the shows that i've talked about on this uh on rearviewreviews.com and obviously you'll listen to this on voices of wrestling so go and check out their coverage of european graps and that'll do uh thanks for coming on mark Hope you had a Thank good weekend. Thank you for having me. I a, <laughs> had
2: a fucking amazing weekend. I love you, England. <laughs> well, that's the end, obviously.